Welcome to Stirring Faith with Cherry Strange, formerly the She Yearns podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Stirring Faith aims to lead women to desire more of God in their everyday life, making Him evident and desirable to others. Now, let's get started. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to be here with you. A few episodes ago, we talked about recognizing the best yes, answering that dilemma we often face of what we are going to neglect so that we will be able to embrace exactly what God has for us in this moment. My encouragement was not to take anything off the table, even your favorite pet projects, ministries, things that you do that you hold near and dear. These two, we leave for God to give the word, yes, this is still where I want you to be spending your time or no, your time is better spent maybe over here somewhere else. And as I shared with you, the podcast was on the table. I already had let the Friday episodes go because of Corona, but as long as God continues to place you on my heart and provides the message with the finances, see on my end, it's not free to produce the podcast. On your end, it is free. Uh, And to provide the time in which to do the ministry. It takes me hours because I don't staff anything out. I do all the production, all the graphics, all the editing, all of the uh, writing, all myself. I don't staff any of it out or hire it out. But as long as God provides the time for that, it will stay. And I'm really excited to have that hurdle uh, settled for now. But one way you can participate, and this really, really helps a lot, is by rating the podcast, which you can do every broadcast. Just scroll down on your app, at least on iTunes, I know you can do this, and it will allow you to give up to a five-star rating. And you can write a review. I'll ask you if you want to write a review. And this can be a quick one-liner. A recent one that we received says, uh, much-needed biblical and practical advice. Thanks, Cherry. And that's it. That's all there is to it. Also, let me remind you that you can get show notes for each episode. These are emailed out a few days after an episode airs with my notes as an outline form and any links that we've talked about within that broadcast. And you can sign up for these at She Earns in the podcast section, or I can give you the same link in the notes section on your podcast that you're receiving, and it can link out to that. Now, I know that you're probably not going to a lot of shopping malls right now. You're probably not doing a lot of shopping. You're probably not riding a lot of airplanes right now and doing all the normal summer stuff that you've done in the past, but I have a question. Are you getting outside and getting some fresh air and some exercise? This is something I've been doing by myself and uh, with my family members, but also with a friend of mine. Due to some health issues and some medicine adjustments, neither of us are moving at our normal pace. It's very irritating, (laughs) but I feel like my body's just gone to the dogs. So this year, I have committed uh, some scripture to it to maybe help move me along a little bit. Scripture comes from Hebrews chapter 12 to get me back on track. And it says, For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your droopy hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. It's Hebrews 12, 11 through 13. There are many days, I will admit, I don't want to do it, even though my hands feel more droopy than ever and my knees are clearly weak. But out the door we go. My friend and I get moving even when we don't feel like it and when the going is painful. Boy, do I need these verses to be true for me physically. But 
these words hold more meaning than an example for attaining physical vigor. They are focused on you becoming a stronger version of yourself from the inside out. It's not a lesson in how to cowgirl up, but a work of the Holy Spirit moving in and through our lives. That reality we could all use a good dose of in our current lot in life. Today, in our moments together, we will discover five reasons the Bible offers for you becoming a stronger you. Reason number one is that your eyes must remain on the prize. Sometimes our hands are drooping and our knees are weak because of discouragement or disappointments or losses or just the season we're going through. It could be we are more prone to this melancholy just by personality. And this is one I know well. I read something recently uh, in Charles Spurgeon where he talked about that sometimes we think that when we become a Christian, everything is going to change. We're radically going to become a totally different person. But he he said that, you know, not, not everything is totally different. I mean, sometimes a melancholy personality remains melancholy. And I, I really appreciated that because sometimes I think a person who's predisposed to have a more serious melancholy personality feels a lot of pressure that they are not just joyful all the time and that there's something wrong with them. But I appreciated that notion that sometimes we're just more predisposed to that. Some people are more predisposed to be joyful. I have one of those in my home and it's, it's glorious, but I'm not built that way and I'm not going to get that way. It's not my personality. And what he was communicating was you can be a believer and God can completely transform you and you remain in your personality and that is okay. But reason number one is that our eyes must remain focused on the prize. Think about what happens in our situation. There's this tendency in these kind of situations when we might be prone to discouragement or disappointment or losses in these seasons where we question God's faithfulness regardless of our personality. Will he really come through for me? What if, whatever it is, we tend to shrink back from him and believing him. And this causes our hands to stop working. That's the picture we get here. And then often our knees become weak because that is a picture of our prayers suffering. I mean, if we are not really sure God is going to come through, then what's the point, right? Or we just sheepishly go before him like we don't want to bother the rich, mean, nasty uncle because he's probably going to say no anyway, right? And sometimes we approach God that way and this approach will zap all of your vigor. And until you and I decide we're going to trust our Father with everything, taking it all before Him in prayer to keep our eyes on the prize that the righteousness of Jesus has been given to us through His work of justification. Therefore, we are made children, heirs, to go before the throne in confidence. We will remain weak, but if we can lift our hands and strengthen our knees in prayers, we will become a stronger version of us, even within our same personality.
Nazis. That's, that's the first reason. Reason number two is that the Christian must exercise. Just like in our physical lives, the message here is that the Christian is expected to be about doing. We serve. It's not how we are justified. It's not how we are forgiven from our sin and come into relationship with Jesus, nor can we earn more of God's affection based on what we do. But you and I will remain weak in our faith if we do not exercise it by not taking God at his word or doing what he asks, by being fearful of the unknown and not trusting God, and really just being satisfied with our own comforts. All of these need to be put aside when it comes to becoming stronger. What should you do? What action should you take next? Those are questions for you to pray over and seek out his leadership in your life. But there will be actions to come. Your faith will be exercised and that is for certain. Reason number three for you becoming a stronger you is that you are needed for hand lifting. Helping you become a stronger you in God's economy is not simply about you. It's about them. You are needed to help those around you. This particular passage was written to believers in Christ. The writer of Hebrews has been encouraging them over and over throughout the book not to neglect their faith, not to leave the truth that has been given to them to go back again to the traditions that had weighed them down before the gospel. You have an exercised faith, a faith that is working out regularly, needs that are bent in prayer, a stronger you is what he's conveying. It's necessary to lift up the hands of those around you. It's a responsibility. How can your faith become strengthened and at the same time help someone else? Talk to someone about something God has done. That was an answer to your prayer. George Mueller was an English preacher in the 1800s who started an orphanage because he believed God asked him to do it. But Mueller didn't want it to be a sponsored effort. He didn't want anyone to pay him a salary and he never wanted to ask anyone for the money to help support the children. Instead, he committed himself to a stronger George. Every day he went before the Lord with specifics. Lord, the children need breakfast. (laughs) I don't know how we're gonna feed them this morning if you don't provide. I mean, it really was that dire. And someone would either show up with the food or the money or the supplies and every time for what grew to over 750 children and multiple orphanages, it was taken care of. God helped George Mueller become a stronger Mueller to help lift up the hands of those he needed to serve as well as those who have heard his testimony of God's faithfulness and doing these mighty things. When we moved to Houston three years ago, we looked at over 40 houses. We tried to buy one in a totally different area, over an hour from where we currently live. But as God would have it, we bought the house we are in, and it has provided a domino effect of how he was clearly bringing us to exactly this place. One specific aspect was that we met a young girl uh, through the high school that we ended up attending who befriended my 16-year-old daughter at the time who was the most devastated in the move. And they became fast friends. And this little girl ended up at our house many, many afternoons and evenings. And over time, we grew to love her and to see her come to believe that Jesus could be her savior and take away her sins, forgiving her and loving her. And she's even in (laughs) several of our family photos. That's just the kind of work God does. He strengthens you and he strengthens me so that we can help others lift their hands that 
is a very powerful reason for making you a stronger you. Reason number four is that you must make the path straight. Not only are we to lift our droopy hands and strengthen our weak knees, but verse 13 tells us to make straight paths for our feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. According to the Greek language, it's not really a difference between making the path straight versus making the path be crooked. It's more the idea of making a path that is easy for someone behind you to follow, like wagon ruts from the pioneer days, or when you're walking down a road in the snow, the only way you might be able to see the path is to follow the person's trail in front of you. That's the idea. There is no room for you to go off trying weird off-road wanderings. He's not saying the straight path has no thrills. I assure you, it does. But you are needed here to lead. Don't miss this very important point. You are needed to become a stronger version of you because you are needed here. Make the path straight. Make it understandable. Make it when others can follow. Be helpful. Don't make it all about you. He needs you to make the path straight so that others can walk easily in it. That is a worthy reason to make yourself stronger. And the final reason to be stronger is that a stronger you finishes with a team. A stronger you doesn't quit. A stronger you encourages others not to give up either. Honestly, when I first looked at these verses, I thought they were totally about the individual. The writer of Hebrews was simply being very specific and addressing personal believers. That's what I had in mind, but I should have known better (laughs) because that's not the message of Hebrews. The message is that we are in this together. I am responsible for you, my fellow believer. That's the message if you go back to chapter 10, and here we are in chapter 12. So it makes perfect sense when you look closely to find how much this message speaks to the individual and their impact as they move out to those entrusted to them, so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. What does that even mean? Well, it means that when there are those around us who maybe they're wavering on matters of faith, that they should not be further confused and led astray by us. We should not do or say anything that would make it worse, but rather bring clarity, bring wholeness, bring them back to Jesus, bring them closer to him rather than push them away from him so that what is lame may be healed. That is why your strength of faith, your devotion to prayer is so essential. Who you are matters. What you do matters. Your life in the yada 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 daily grind that you don't believe has much significance can impact a life in a way you may never know. You and I are not always privileged to see the big picture. We must take God at his word. His word to you is that you are essential and a stronger version of you is what he so desires. To know you more intimately because he loves you more deeply than I can articulate. I encourage you to do what I'm doing. Memorize these three verses. Pray sincerely. Get outside. Grab a friend. Stay six feet apart. Have some good conversation. Encourage each other in the deeper things of life. So become a stronger you so that they can become a stronger them. Just so you know, 
We recently released a new reading plan on YouVersion. You can find it by just going to Cherry Strange on YouVersion. But this one's called She Prays, Prayer for Battling Fear. We're doing a group together starting on Wednesday. So you can join us there. It's Wednesday the 15th. Just go ahead and hop on there and we would be uh, very glad to have you. And I'll put the link also in the notes. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Do not forget to scroll down and rate it so that others can find it. And I look forward to being with you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Stirring Faith Podcast. We plan to release a new episode once a week. I would invite you to become a subscriber because it makes it so much easier to make sure you get it. Please remember, rate, review, and share the podcast. You're the one that makes the impact. And you never understand the difference your suggestion could make in the life of another person just by recommending and sharing the resource. So please pass along what you find here. Don't keep it to yourself. It's so easy to do. Post it from Spotify. It's so easy. Or put it in your stories. I would personally be grateful. And remember, there's more truth-saturated, gospel-centered, spiritually insightful resources at your fingertips. Just go to www.sheyearns.com where you're going to find reading plans, videos, articles, and other resources, more than there's ever been before, to help stir more desire for God into your everyday life. I'm Cherry Strange. It is always a pleasure to meet you here.